This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. everyone to the fourth episode of the Building a Trinity podcast. I would like to apologize for my absence, but I am more than excited ever to be back in the booth. I'm your host, Kyler Bills. I'm a freshman wrestling 285 pounds here at Trine, and I'm going to be your guide in the exploration of the Trine program, both past and present. I'm very excited to bring you the fourth installment of the Building a Trinity podcast. This is a bi-monthly podcast in where we will have a guest on the program, whether it be a wrestler on the team now or a coach or even some alumni of the program. Sometimes we'll have multiple guests like today, but the purpose of this podcast is to allow you to get to know some of the people behind the Trine Wrestling program. And since the details are out of the way, we'll jump in today's guests. Joining us today, we have sophomore 133-pound wrestler Jet Boots, 141-pound wrestler Joey Langman, and 149-pound wrestler Isaac Hawkins. How are you boys doing? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Doing good. well. Good, yep. good. Jet, I want to start with you. It's always kind of a weird question to, to talk about, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's a deeper question, but I always like it. So who is Jet Boots? Um, so I'm just a 19-year-old kid from a small town in Indiana. Uh, grew up here my whole life, and now in college, just trying to get a degree, you know, okay. and wrestle. I got you. I got you. Joey, tell me a little bit about yourself. Who is Joey Langman? Uh, I'm from Carmel, Indiana. Uh, I'm studying design, engineering, technology. I'm part of the Cap Sigma fraternity as well as Hawkins. And, uh, yeah, that's really about it. Okay, okay. Now, now, Hawkins, tell me a little bit about you. Who is Isaac Hawkins? Um, <clears throat> so, as you said, my name is Isaac Hawkins. I... Grew up in Fort Wayne and Fremont. I'm a psychology major here at Trine. And uh, as previously stated, 149-pound wrestler. Beautiful, beautiful. So before I want to dive into everything, I want to kind of talk about, uh, I want to ask Jet and Hawkins something. Obviously, Jet being from Angola, Hawkins being from Fremont. Did you guys ever, uh, I mean, did you guys know each other before you came here? I assume you did. Did you guys as teams ever wrestler? I assume you guys didn't wrestle. You guys are a little different in weight but uh talk to me a little bit about your guys's relationship before you got here um i think the first time i've ever like saw hawkins was probably freshman year of high school like i never really talked to him i mean we'd like practice sometimes in the off season together but the first time i ever pretty much talked to him was sophomore year at uh freshman sophomore state we drove down together and that's pretty much where it began <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Hawkins, talk to me about uh, the first time meeting Jet and, and how that's kind of changed since you got here. So I knew that he was pretty good because our coach, our coach um, used to coach at Angola back when Jet was in middle school. And like Jet said, the first time that we ever really talked or like kind of like hung out was at freshman sophomore state. And that was coming off of like a, a tough ticket round loss. You know, so I knew he was good because he was a semi-state wrestler. And the more that we were able to talk and hang out and make each other better for our little conference, you know, the better our friendship became. Absolutely. Okay. So, Joey, I'm going to ask you this first. Um, what brought you to Trine? What was it, you know, being from Carmel? Uh, not very close. I'm not sure how, how far of a drive it is, but what brought you here? Uh, I was actually torn between a few schools. It was – I was – Thinking of wrestling and thinking of not wrestling. So it was between Ball State, Wabash, and Trine. And then what really made the, the deciding factor for me was Coach Hall. It was I had a lot of a lot of college coaches talking to me, but only Coach Hall came up to m me and my parents and was very personal and told me how I would fit in on this team and, and saw a future in me, and that's what really brought me here. Okay, Jet, what was it about you, obviously, always being from the area? I don't know if uh, if you had any family go here. Um, or I, I, Did you know you were going to go to Trine for a long time, or was it still a process, just like any other college? Um, it was kind of the same thing as Joey. Like, I, had, I wanted to wrestle in college. I knew that after my junior year, 
and it was between three schools. And honestly, Trine was not really like on my list at the time because I was like, I kind of want to get away from home and just stuff like that. And then um, went on a visit, met Coach Hall, wrestled with the guys a little bit, and I knew I liked it. And I've obviously known the campus was beautiful since my whole life, you know. And um, just everything about Trine I love, and that's the reason I chose here. Okay, okay, I understand that. And and kind of the same thing with you, Hawkins. Obviously being from Fremont, what is that, 10 minutes away or so? Yeah. Um, was this, was trying always kind of like an option in the back head, or, or did you kind of just find this along your, your recruiting process? I mean, to be honest, I didn't really look anywhere else. Um, I knew that with trying being close that I could just commute because I actually live in Angola, so, like, weird you know like college is closer to me than my high school was right but wrestling I wouldn't say it was a big part but it definitely helped out because um like I knew the guys here and I knew that the community was good and um it is a it is a pretty campus okay so that that would lead me to kind of my my second part of this question is uh coming in um last year and you guys' freshman year, um, what were your first impressions on campus? Hawkins, I want to start with you. So my first impressions of campus were that it's it's set up, like, well. You know, like, each building has its own purpose, and I think that's cool because then it's not really all jumbled up. Like, people, people don't really have a super hard time finding their classes. But I also kind of like that there's not, like, 200 kids a class. You know, it's kind of like high school where you have, like, 30, maybe 40 kids each class max. Yeah. And so you get more time with your professors, which really helps out. So this is kind of an open-ended question to all of you guys, but like, like Hawkins just said, kind of the smaller school, was that always a desire of you guys' or did you, were you – would you have been okay with a bigger school and it just worked out that way or did you always want to be a small school type of guy? I didn't want to be a small school at all. Like, coming from – my high school had 5,000 kids in it, so our – my campus was, like, as big, if not bigger, than Trine's campus. And so I was, like, did my first visit here. I'm, like, why would I want to come to a high college smaller than my high right. school? But then now that I'm here, I'm I'm super glad I'm at a small campus. Like, I feel so much more involved. And, like, I'll have my uh, academic advisor who, like, text me sometimes. I'll, I have professor's numbers. Like, that's something I never had even in high school. Okay, yeah, yeah, obviously kind of the same thing. I don't. I think Carmel's uh, a little bit bigger than us, but Carroll was obviously a 6A school too, uh, one of the bigger schools in the area. And I can also confirm that, that Trine definitely feels like more of like a family environment and, and the smaller school vibes from that. But uh, Jet and Hawkins, you guys kind of both came from smaller schools. I'm not exactly sure how big they are, but um, Jet, what was that kind of like from, from Angola to Trine and how would you compare that? Um, we had roughly like, 900 kids in the school I think and I always learn best from a smaller class and like um just that one-on-one with the teacher so I knew like I was going to go to a smaller school and like I couldn't learn well with 200 kids in the class and just have the teacher talking and not really know who you are and um so I knew like Trine was a smaller school and you get more of that one-on-one time with your teachers and everything else. Okay, okay. Um, so now I want to talk about, uh, I want to ask you guys what your majors are and kind of how your journey towards your majors is going so far. Um, obviously, I mean, in my opinion, I think that trying sets you up really well for your major, me being a communications major, having the opportunity to do this. Um, I don't think a lot of people can say the same at other universities around the world. So, um, Joey, I want to start with you. I think you said you were design engineering. Um, how is your journey towards that career field going so far? So far, it's been been pretty uh, pretty awesome. I mean, uh, I'm a few credits ahead of where I'm supposed to be at, so I'll be able to start my master's pretty early. And then also, one thing that I've noticed about trying that a lot of schools don't have um, is the network. Like, uh, I have a lot of, like opportunities to get internships and jobs that a lot of kids other schools don't get so that's one thing I'm very grateful for from trying but yeah that's where I'm at with my uh, major okay Hawkins uh, what's your major and, and how's that journey kind of going so far I'm a psychology major and <clears throat> excuse me and um 
<laughs> and it's been going it's been going great. Um I'm a I'm a big people person and learning different like techniques and different ways to help people out with like uh problems that they have or like possibly like different mentalities and stuff cuz I'm also taking like a sports psychology minor and that helps out because I'd really like to go into coaching as well. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean every time we're at an event Hawkins is or even in practice Hawkins is coaching the guys or he's he's always in somebody's corner at a tournament. Hawkins would make a great coach. I can I can attest to that. And Jet, uh I kind of want to ask you what's your major and, and how's your journey towards that going? Um so my major is exercise science and the journey's going okay. Like I've never really been the smartest student, but I've always like done everything and got through it all. And the reason I'm kind of going towards exercise science is because like it's more of that kind of one-on-one thing and it's just with the body and you can do a whole bunch of different stuff with it like coaching or PT or PA and just different stuff like that. Okay. Okay. I totally get that. Um, I want to transfer before we hop into the wrestling stuff. Talk to me a little bit about who you are and what you like to do outside of wrestling. So Jet, I want to start with you. Um, you know, you know, even in the summer, if you're not wrestling, what, what are you most likely doing? What are some of your hobbies? Um, some of my hobbies are in the summer. I go skateboarding sometimes with my brother. I play video games a lot. I, um, I don't know. I just hang out with my friends, just do normal kids stuff. I don't know. Oh, okay. I got you. Just, just, just some normal stuff that everybody yeah. does. I got you. Uh, Joey, talk to you, talk to me a little bit about you, you know, outside of wrestling and who you are. Obviously you mentioned you and, uh, Hawkins are in Kappa Sigma here. Uh, maybe talk to me a little bit about that and, and what that means to you. Uh, so with the Capsig fraternity, I, I personally never planned on being in a fraternity when I came to college, but, uh, especially being at a small school, it helped me get involved a lot more, but, um, uh, wrestling will always be my priority after academics comes wrestling and then that fraternity, but, um, it's definitely helped me grow a little bit more from a boy into a man, like helped me mature, become a gentleman, a little more distinguished and definitely helped me, uh, uh, like grow my connections as well. Um, I've come a lot closer with people who can help me get internships in the future um, or uh, after college, job opportunities there. I even have a few guys already helping me out get an internship, internship this summer in the area. So that's uh, definitely some positives with that. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Hawkins, um, talk to me a little bit about, I think you just joined Kappa Sig this, this last year. Um, but, uh, talk to me a little bit about that and how that's kind of impacted your life. I'd say it's definitely impacted it in a positive way because I've met people that I would probably never meet if it wasn't for the fraternity and joining. And it's definitely like broadened my horizons and, um, like the connections that you get are going to last you a lifetime and, even, like, you know, coming into college, I definitely was not going to be, like, a fraternity bro. Right, you know, right. Like, like, what everybody thinks that's, like, a frat guy. Yeah, it, it kind of gets a bad rap for, like, you know, just strictly partying and, and yeah. just bad influence. I guess that's just what a kind of common stigma is. And, like, joining it, I mean, Joey really helped out with that process and was the one who actually, like, kind of swayed me into doing it. And the more that I was, like, pledging and joining, the more and more I realized, like, this is, like, for real. Like, these guys are going to be, like, my brothers for life. And they're all going to be, like, like, I could text any of them any day. And so it's really great for, like, connections and then networking as well. No, uh, I mean, totally. I can, obviously, having you get two guys on the team, I can think that, uh, obviously, kind of break that stigma of it's just this, this party thing. And it really is, I mean, from what I can see, like a brotherhood. And something a lot a lot deeper than that. But uh, now I want to talk about some wrestling. So before we kind of hop into college, I kind of want to talk to you or ask about your guys' background in the sport um, and your career up to this point. So, uh, Jet, we'll start with you. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, when did you start wrestling and, and your career up to this point? Um, so I started wrestling in fourth grade. And how I got into wrestling was my little brother went to some practices. And I was like, this is kind of cool because I went up there and watched. And 
So I went to my first practice, got my butt whooped, and I was like, mm, I don't know if this is really for me. And then my stepdad was just like, just keep going, just try it out. And then I kept doing practices and then did my first tournament when I was in fourth grade. And it was like a pretty decent tournament and got pinned literally every time. And I started crying and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, this is too hard. I don't like it. And then um, after that, I went to like a novice tournament or something like that, like an easy one and then won it. I was like, okay, this is for me. And then wrestled through middle school and then high school came and I was a real small 106 pounder my freshman year I weighed like 98 pounds and then um wrestled 106 again my sophomore year made it take around a semi-state lost by one point and that really was like whoa like I can actually wrestle with some of the best kids in the state and then junior year came around wrestled at semi-state hurt my knee first round um, at semi-state and wrestled through, took it round one, and then um, made it to state, and unfortunately had one of the best kids in the nation the first round. And then senior year came along, kind of about the same thing as junior year, but I made uh, the finals at semi-state, and then wrestled first round of state, and unfortunately lost. And then after that, it was just like, whoa, like, I can't wait to wrestle in college. I just got so much more motivated to like make it to nationals and place, yeah. So uh, I, I always like to ask this question. Would you say your, uh, I think you said your sophomore year when you lost in the ticket round by one point, would you say that was your, like the turning point in your career where you were kind of like, okay, like I can do this, it's go time? Because I think everybody kind of has that time. Or, you know, sometimes for other people it's, it's, it's gradually over time, maybe over a season that they do real well in. But, I mean, can you kind of talk to me about how that changed your mindset and how you approached your you know, your junior and your senior year and even your, your career right now? Uh, yeah, that was definitely my turning point, I think, because the funny thing is, is I beat that kid, I think almost majored him earlier in the year, and then he beat me by one point. And then that's like, I remember just his hand getting raised. He was like jumping up and down. I was like, wow, like this feeling is terrible. And then um, that's just when I just started going to work, went to every camp, practice, Drove two hours for practice and just got, I don't know, a lot of good work in with a lot of good people. And then now we're here still working. Absolutely. Joey, um, I kind of want to talk, ask you, talk to me about uh, your kind of your history in wrestling, how you found the sport and, and your career up to this point. So I started about the same time as Jet, right around like third or fourth grade. And uh, just because like my uncle was like, try this out, like, I was always getting in trouble as a kid. He's like, you need to calm down, get your energy out somehow. So I went to wrestling practice. Like, my parents just made me keep going because it was, like, get getting me tired when I, by the time I got home. Right. Um, keep me out of trouble. And then I hated it the whole time up until, like, high school. And then uh, wrestled against some good guys in high school. Like, I got my butt whooped a good amount of times. And then junior year was really when it, like, I kind of flipped the switch. Um that was the first year, like, I really wrestled, like, the whole season on varsity. And I never wanted to take it any further than high school. Like, I wanted to finish high school and just kind of go to college like a normal kid, just study. Um, but that year, like, we had this – our team had this crazy tough schedule where we were wrestling all these good teams from the Indy area. And it was uh, – like, I started off just getting my, my butt handed to me every match just because wrestling, like, state-level dudes, which I wasn't at yet. And then my coach was kind of like a – he was a real hard dude, and he was like, if you're going to do this, like, you got to have some character to it. Like, you, you can either be a lion or you can be a lamb, and you got to, like, make that decision. And then it kind of – I started hanging with these dudes that I shouldn't be hanging with and then, like, kind of building my confidence and getting up there. And then I was like, all right, like, I'm going to take this serious. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make something out of it. And then, yeah, that's really where I'm at. So, and, and kind of like the same thing with Jet, um, would you say that that was kind of your turning point in your career? Yeah, like like Jet was saying, like, obviously not to his degree, but like when you when you get like, you're in a match you're supposed to be in and you don't win it, like that's when you really are like, all right, time to back to the drawing board, you know, like that sucks. Yeah. It's, so it's I tough. had a lot of those feelings my junior year and then... Senior year, it was like, 
I was just trying to make a run for it, trying to trying to make a state run, which didn't happen. But uh, yeah, I'd say junior year was the big turnaround point for me. Okay, okay. Um, Hawkins, uh, talk to me a little bit about your wrestling uh, history up to this point. So I actually started wrestling a little bit later than these guys. I started wrestling in sixth grade because the, the deaf pastor at my old church, because I used to live in Fort Wayne until I moved up here to Fremont. And so the deaf pastor down at my old church in Fort Wayne, he was, uh, he was the head wrestling coach at my middle school. He's like, dude, you got to come on, try this. I was like, all right, like, screw it, why not? And so I came out my sixth grade year, and I won a single match, but I loved it. I just thought it was really fun. And so I just kept going, and, and then I moved up to Fremont, and then I started wrestling in high school. I was a little skinny 120-pounder. <laughs> um, I was one match away from going even freshman, like my freshman year. I was just like... Going out there, you know, JV headlocking kids. And, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um, I just kept working. Um, I remember, like, over the summer, I'd go up to Angola and restaurant with Jet. And he was still, like, a little little six-pounder over the summer, but he was, like, beating me and stuff. I was like, oh, okay, I can't let this happen. <laughs> Even though he was good, and he still is, still is beating me now. But, um, yeah, like. Just kept getting better. Okay, not for sure. Um, now I kind of want to talk to you guys here about trying. So obviously coming in, you guys came into a really weird year mm-hmm. um, with, with COVID and everything. Uh, and we'll get to that a little bit later because uh, it can still affect us today. But um, talk to me a little bit about how you've seen like the team and culture grow you know, since you've been here and since your freshman year. Uh, Joey, we'll start with you. That is a good question. We came into a... Uh to a weird team dynamic, I'd say. Like, uh, no disrespect to the guys before us. Like, I think they they put down some good groundwork for us. But um, I think our class coming in and this class behind us uh, really kind of flipped the switch for this program. Um, I think uh, Coach Hall's put in a lot of work for us to become, like, uh, starting to win, like, the big matches, the stuff that matters. Um, and I think it kind of took, like, a few good classes for us to be like, all right, let's 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 get it done. Um, and I think it helps having – we have a lot of guys around the same weights that are just button heads, like iron, char- iron, sh- iron sharpens iron. <clears throat> um, like, us three right here, like, just going at it every day, um, that type of stuff, so – I think there's been a huge change in the dynamic with the trying team, for sure. Okay, for sure. Hawkins, talk to me a little bit about uh, your perspective towards the team and how that's kind of grown um, and, and kind of the culture around trying wrestling. I'd say it's definitely changed much for the better. Cause I remember coming up like my junior and senior year over the summer for like trying um, open mats, and the guys like that were wrestling, I mean – <laughs> they is just they just it wasn't a team like it wasn't a, well it was a team but it wasn't a family right you know like it was kind of like like everybody there was clicks like there wasn't really like a solid group of guys they were like all tight with each other and I think us coming in as freshmen we all really became super like tight with each other we all became super cool we all knew that we wanted to bring like the reputation of trying as, like, maybe being, like, not, like, obviously not the best team in the conference, bringing that up. Right. You know, like, we're just tired of the stigma of having, you know, trying wrestling. You know, that's an easy dub on the list. We, we don't want that anymore. And I really admire the dedication that we all put in. And this next class that just came in now, like, they hopped right on the train. I think they, they love this gritty kind of, like, chip-on-our-shoulder attitude that we all have. And... I'm excited for the future. Oh, for sure. I, I totally get what you're saying because, you know, obviously I, I, it's kind of a reoccurring thing because Nash and Kenny said the same thing about how your class kind of brought this new energy in and my class is kind of trying to trying to follow that. And I think that's how you do it every year. You keep building the same culture and people will follow. But, uh, Jet, I want to talk to you about how you've seen kind of the team and the, the culture change since you've been here. 
Um, I agree what they both said about it. I think that especially our class and the class below us is more like into wrestling, I would say. Like we all have a goal that we all want to reach and we go in there to practice every single day and just do our best or try to do our best. And I feel like it just makes the energy in the room a lot better. And even outside, like the guys this year are hanging out a lot more, like no matter what grade they're in. Because like last year, I would say only like a couple couple of us would hang out like a little bit, but it just wasn't like how it is now. And it's just, I don't know, more like a family type thing. Okay, no, I totally get what you're saying. Um, I think building a family environment is, is really crucial. If, if you're going to have a, a team who actually believe in something and believe in each other, I think you have to have that family environment to keep it going. Um, but I wanted to talk to you guys about your freshman year. Um, how did COVID kind of affect that? And how hard was it mentally to kind of stay in that? I mean, obviously, I don't think – well, some of you guys might have had your senior year of high school affected by it, but a whole school year, and, and we start – pretty early um i mean we start what and pretty much we get like a week off and then we go straight into preseason activities so uh how did that kind of affect your season uh hawkins i want to start with you so it was pretty interesting coming in because like when we first came here like we all like especially like the freshman class we're like let's wrestle let's wrestle and it was tough because like we didn't even have our room for like until season and so, like, one of the, like, cool little unique things that we did was um, a couple guys, like, a couple of the seniors uh, last year, they had a house <laughs> right right by the campus ops building, and they had a little garage there. And we took either, I think, one or two rolls of mat, <laughs> and we put it in that garage, and um, we would just, like, just grind in there. We would just go at each other. Like, like, Jet's still got a scar on his hand from going <laughs> running into the wall. And I think what's, what was so unique about that was how that really, I think, brought us together, too. Because it was such a, such a weird experience to where we were all like, this sucks, but this is really fun. And I'm excited to see what, what we can do this year. Okay, for sure. Um, now, Hawkins, how did you kind of, like... I mean, keep your mentality. Obviously, kind of a freshman, you have a different mentality than you would have if you were a senior. But, yeah. uh, you know, coming into to a practice not knowing if it could be your last of the season, how do you kind of stay determined through that and, and stay motivated? Um, It wasn't really like – I wasn't the, the – okay, so my mentality towards it all was like just get into practice, just get better. Right. You know, because even if we don't have a season now – like, I'm a freshman in college. Like, I'm still fresh. Like, I'll be good to go next year. I'll want it even more, especially if we don't have a season as my freshman year, which, you know, unfortunately we didn't. But my – like, the mindset I had was, like, just going to practice, don't really worry about all this COVID stuff, and just wrestle because that's the best stress reliever. You know, just wrestle, just have fun, and keep getting better. No, I totally agree. I think for a lot of people they can uh – uh you know, I think a lot of people's, you know, escape and platform to express themselves is their sports. You know, when you're, at least for me, when you lace up your shoes and you're out there at practice, the only thing that, you know, concerns you is what's in between those walls. Um, but, Joey, I kind of want to talk to you about your mentality, your freshman year, and how that, how the whole, co how everything with COVID, you know, even in school, how that kind of affected uh, your approach to the season. Yeah, in the in the moment, it seemed like it was horrible like when we were wrestling in that garage like we were like are we even gonna get a season this year like why are we here but looking back at it it's one of the best things that could happen to our class just because they gave us a fifth year so that year basically didn't happen so we got a little like a little like intro into college wrestling we got a couple matches we got to get like a little team bonding got a little better um but it kind of like eased us into college wrestling like I feel like if I would have just jumped right in I probably would have been had a low morale, like would have had a rough season, um, and then they gave us a, an extra year for an option. So, um, yeah, I think it was really beneficial to us being able to have that like, uh, like small steps into the program rather than like just jumping headfirst into wrestling juniors and seniors every match, you know. 
Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's a very interesting approach. I've never kind of thought about it that way, but it, it really did kind of, you know, let you, I guess, dip your feet into the water and, like, test the waters mm-hmm. uh, and, I guess, kind of prepare you more for the rest of your, your career. But, uh, Jet, um, I just kind of want to talk to you now about how, uh, you, you know, you kept a strong mentality and, and what kind of last year's season brought you, you know, with, with all the ups and downs and the, you know, the doubts of what, what was going to happen, what, what, what wasn't going to happen. Um, so I remember last year, or let's say our senior year, we got done wrestling at state and then COVID started to happen. So I didn't touch a mat till I think I got here probably. And like what Hawkins said, we wrestled on the garage or whatever. And then we started wrestling here when season started and we only had a couple weeks of practice and then we hopped into our first tournament. And that was kind of a rough one for me because I had to lose, like, a decent amount of weight, and I was just, like, killing myself to get down there, and I just wasn't having fun. And I really wasn't motivate, motivated at all because I had to lose all that weight and just focus on losing weight and not practicing and getting better. And wearing a mask while we wrestling, yeah. too. Oh, I, I can't yeah. imagine. That have to be terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. So we got done with our first tournament, and then we literally had, like, two or three months off of school and wrestling practice because of the whole COVID thing. And then after we got back from uh, winter break and stuff like that, we jumped right back into it, and which my weight was super high again. And then um, had some stuff on my face, which I couldn't wrestle for like a week or two. And then lost all the weight again for our last thing, last tournament. And it was kind of rough for me, honestly. Um and then obviously this year stuff happened, but I'm just glad that we have a full season and nothing really affected us too bad. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I wanted to, what in, what I wanted to talk about now is um, obviously this year you know some stuff came out. We had a little you know not, cases arising, um, you know not even just here at Trine but all over the conference. So you know we kind of made the decision to uh, step out of some of the other tournaments. Uh, and we wrestle this Saturday uh, at Olivet, and we wrestle our conference duels. And then the next Saturday, we're kind of replacing our MIAA championships. Um, but uh, and, and Jet kind of touched on it a little bit. You know, we do still, you know, we have our, our main tournaments. But, you know, that week where we couldn't wrestle, um, how, how do you guys, like, how did that really affect you? I, I assume it's kind of the same as last year. But, you know, we were, we were going strong. We kind of didn't have any, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of any, you know, setbacks up until that point where we came back and, and we had to get quarantined. But uh, talk to me a little bit about how that's kind of like, you know, impacted you. Obviously, we lost some big tournaments, you know, the Pete Wilson and, and Mid-States and some other tournaments. But uh, talk to me about, about that and how you kind of your viewpoint towards that. And Joey, we'll start with you. Well, I think the beautiful thing about us being so young is we don't need to be competing every weekend. Like, we're we have a team full of all freshmen and sophomores, minus one or two guys. So us being in the room is the best thing we can do for each other, like just for the love of the sport, focusing on learning something every day. Like my big thing right now is just like say Jet's been beating up on me. All right, today I'm going to just get to a good leg attack or like Hawkins has been riding me out a lot. All right, I'm going to get an escape point today. Like it's not about – the wins and the losses, like if you're focusing on that right now, you're not going to be setting yourself up for your junior and senior year when it matters. Like right now, all we need to be focused on is just getting in the room, getting a little bit better. Like those big tournaments aren't really, I feel like, what we're, we've been focused on. So us losing those, I don't think it's been a huge detriment to our team. Okay. No, I, I totally get what you're saying. That's a, that's a very strong mindset. Um, Jet, I kind of want to ask you, you know, is it is a little bit disappointing, you know, for all you guys not to be able to, to wrestle your full schedule seasons, or are you kind of looking at it the same viewpoint as Joey? And, and obviously the big thing for us is, is the conference. You know, we want to win the conference. We want to be Oliver, Adrian. Uh, we, we had a great duel against Alma and Albion. Um, but talk to me a little bit about that. Um, like, honestly, for me, my perspective on, like, the big tournaments and stuff like that is – like, I want to wrestle at those kind of tournaments just to try to get the better guys in the nation, I would say. And obviously, it's probably not the best for our team-wise, but 
like for me, like I want to go out there and pretty much get my butt whooped and see how I do against the best guys. And with the whole COVID thing, when we got shut down for a week, I mean, I had it during that, so I really couldn't do anything. And obviously I haven't been practicing this whole time leading up. So I don't know, just trying to stay motivated through it all and just see the brighter side of things. No, for sure. Uh, Hawkins, I, I kind of want to ask you that question now of, you know, how the, the schedule changes and the whole quarantine affected you. <clears throat> so it was a little frustrating because my um, – <laughs> um, excuse me. <laughs> okay. Okay, let me calm down. All right, so it was a little frustrating for me because I was I have an uncle that lives in Chicago and so like the Pete Wilson was in Wheaton, Illinois and he actually would have been able to come to that one which was which was a little frustrating because I was he hasn't seen me wrestle since like my sophomore year of high school. And um I mean like I understand obviously and he understands too, but other than that, I was just like, okay, like it's go time. Like it's time to like it's time to. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I, I I totally and I think I speak for uh, uh, a majority of the team. Where obviously you know we'd love to have these tournaments, but uh, the big major thing is, is regionals and and uh, uh, the national tournament. So I, I think to have the ability to compete there is, is really big. Um, <clears throat> next, I kind of want to talk about, and, and this is a big one for you, Jet. I know you had meniscus surgery, um, unfortunately, and, and you've kind of missed some things. Uh, but how have kind of injuries, you know, impacted this team and really you, and how do you kind of battle that mindset? You know, obviously, you know, I've been there. You know, it's it's hard when you're not wrestling, and then that rehab process is really difficult. So how did your injury really affect you, and how does it feel to kind of be back and getting easing back into things? Um, So this year's injury was probably my biggest one I've had where it kept me out of wrestling for this long. And honestly, when it first happened, I was like, like I don't know what to do. Like there's so many emotions and different things running through my head. And then – um everything happened so quick. Like I got the MRI one day, saw the doctor the next, and then got surgery like the third day from the MRI. And, um, just went through all that stuff. And then, uh, went through a little bit of physical therapy and then try to get back on the mat. And I took one shot and, um, it just killed me. And that's when I really, was thinking about a whole bunch of different stuff, like going through my head, like, should I really keep doing this? Or, I don't know, just stuff like that. But I kept motivated, and that was just the biggest thing for me. It was just keep motivated, because I knew, like, after, um, after some time, it would get a lot better, and I'll get on the mat. And then this week, I... Um, Got back on the mat. It started feeling a lot better, and now I'm full practicing and can't wait to wrestle this weekend. Oh, absolutely. Um, Joey, I kind of want to talk about you. Um, you know, obviously through every season you get a little banged up and everything, but uh, how are you kind of like holding up with your body and, and keeping that strong mentality? Because, you know, I think Coach Clark said it one day, and, and after the first day of wrestling practice, you'll never be 100% again. You know, it, you'll be 95% but feeling okay. Um, but how are you kind of how are you holding up and, and where's your mentality at, you know and how do you battle some of those those aches and bruises over a long season? Right. I mean, you're gonna get your bumps and bruises every single season. Like you're never gonna shoot a high crotch and be like, oh, my knees feel great. Right. You know. Um, but it's just like a a mental game. You play like everyone you wrestle is going through something. You're going through something like. You just forget about it when you get out there. Um, and we've obviously suffered pretty heavily from guys getting injured this season. But uh, it's definitely been a blessing having Coach Clark around, kind of focusing on – definitely focusing on our bodies and, like, 
our our movement and our strength and conditioning, like all that stuff. That's definitely been beneficial for us. Okay, for sure. And Hawkins, I, I kind of want to ask you, and, and this kind of goes with Jet too, because, you know, it really did affect both of you guys, but uh, um, injuries and then obviously COVID, um, you know, in the little outbreak we kind of had, uh, I think Hawkins and Jet both tested positive and obviously, you know, that, that can literally take a physical toll on you. So not even just being aside from wrestling and that mental aspect of it, but kind of, you know, the virus, obviously, you know, it can, it can do things physically to people. So, um, how did you hold up with that? And, and are you feeling a lot better? You know, how, how did that affect you? So we're testing positive. It kind of threw me off. Cause I was like, I had every vaccination except for the booster. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, heck, I guess like, so going into quarantine, it was interesting because so like I like commuting from home, obviously we had to find a way to isolate. And um it just like it was so boring. Right. That was the biggest problem. It was like not being able to wrestle, not being able to do anything, just like hanging out by yourself. And um I I liked to tell myself or like see it as kinda like a break. Like let like like a nice rest for your body. And to just kind of, like, relax a little bit. Like, all right, like, we're good. It's 10 days, and then we're good for the next 90. Like, I'm good for the rest of the season. Right. I can't get out for the postseason, which is a blessing. And it didn't really, like, bring down my mentality. Like, I didn't really get, like, into, like, a negative slump. I just kind of, like, was kept focusing on, like, practice, practice. Hopefully my lungs don't, you know – die right but you know it'll be all right so and this is kind of like so i mean you can correct me if i'm wrong but outside of like any normal you know nick or bruise um i don't think you've had any serious major injury this year however um you know injuries to the team have affected your season um you know our 57 was out for a long time and and you took one for the team and bumped up but uh i mean how did is that like a Obviously, you know, you, I'm sure you'd rather wrestle your natural weight class. Um, how was that experience kind of bumping up and, and wrestling? And, you know, there's some people who they're like, oh, 149 to 157, it's eight pounds. You know, it, it's not that big of a deal. But I, <laughs> I think you can attest that it's a, it's a little more than just eight pounds. Yeah, uh, I was fine with it. Like, I wasn't ever frustrated with having to bump up. You know, I, I did it all the time in high school. But... I, like, was very soon to realize it is a very big difference than bumping <laughs> yeah. up in high school. Um, I was never, like, frustrated in the uh, decision. I was just more frustrated in myself not really being able to wrestle as well because, like, bumping up even just from 49 to 157, the strength difference was insane. Yeah. You know, like, they were, they were so strong. Like, it was so hard to get off bottom to even fight hands. Like, they would hold on to my arm. And I'd be I'd be fighting fighting off their hand with like everything I had, and I couldn't get it off my wrist. No, I I got you, and and I'm sure you know it's it's very relieving to be back in your your own natural weight class. And Joey, I think it even affected you a little bit. I I think you bumped up to 49 a couple of times because you know the team has had some troubles, you know, staying healthy. Um, but we've battled through that, and I, I think we're we're back to full strength for the most part, you know, outside of Josh. But uh, it's uh it's nice to have everybody back. So now I want to talk about, you know, the coaches. Obviously, you guys touched on Coach Hall a little bit, and I can attest, you know, Coach Hall is one of the main reasons I came here. Um, his personal, you know, he gets to know you on a personal level. You're not just this this number to him, you know, which feels like – and a lot of people ask me, they're like, sort of the coaches switch up when you you actually enroll and you, you, you wrestle and everything. And I don't think Coach Hall has, you know. I mean, I think he's – everything he's told me has, has come to fruition, and – I really do appreciate that. But uh, I want to talk about how, how Coach Clark and Coach Hall have affected you since you've stepped on the campus. And, Jet, we'll start with you. Um, So, again, like I've known Coach Hall since I think my eighth grade year. Like he used to come up with his guys to our wrestling room. So, like I always known he's like a great guy and he knows his stuff about wrestling. And so when I got here, I clicked with him like really well and he's kind of like my mentor with wrestling and stuff and then coach Clark obviously he's big in the 
strength and conditioning and nutrition part of that. And I really, um, this year especially, like went full board with that with lifting, watching what I ate like correctly and stuff like that. And I just think that both of those guys are the best coaches that I can have here or anywhere, honestly. And, and Jack, can you talk about a little bit of how not even just on the mat, you know, and in the weight room, but uh, talk to me about how, how Clark and, and Hall impact you outside of that, you know, and just life and all together. Um, so when I like hurt my knee or whatever, they would all or they would both just check up on me, like even after surgery and all that stuff. And they both are like they mean like a lot to me. And I know that when it comes down to it, like those two guys will be there for me no matter what, and I'll be there for them no matter what, and they just kind of give like a dad role, you know? No, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, Joey, talk to me a little bit about how Coach Coach Clark and Coach Hall have affected you since you've stepped onto campus, and, you know, like I said with Jet, not just a wrestling aspect, but uh, uh, in life altogether. Right, I think you hit it on the head when you said we're not just another number to them. Uh, like you talking – in the recruiting process, like you talk to a lot of coaches, and and you can tell that they're just recruiting you, so you're they're not wrestling against you. Yeah, and that's what Coach Hall was not doing. And uh, the big thing for me was like in high school, I had two coaches where I could they were like my safety net. Like they were, it was Coach Count and Coach Shepard, and I like when they were in my corner, and I was in a tough match. Like I'd look back at them, and they'd be like, "Just breathe, like do this, do this, do this," and I'd be like, "All right, like." I, these are my guys. I'm good, and that was my biggest worry in college. They wouldn't have that, but as soon as I got on campus and started like rolling around with Coach Hall, I'm like, okay, like he knows what he's doing. He's clicking well with us, and like he's really stepped up and like shown us that he is like he knows what he's talking about. Like he won Coach of the Year last year. Yeah, for the ISWA. That's, yeah, that's that's huge, and and like off the mat, they have a big presence in our lives too. Like, all the time, they're texting. and call, Like, I got a call from Coach Hall the other day, and he's just like, hey, man, I'm really proud of you. Like, you're doing really well, like, on the mat, off the mat. Like, you're doing good things. Like, that's things that most coaches don't do yeah. and that these coaches do that really makes you appreciate them. Oh, absolutely. And, like, even, like, the study tables, too, like, making sure our grades are in check, all that stuff. For sure. I mean, I think I speak for everybody when I say it's not just, like, it, it doesn't feel like it's a chore, you know, like like a relationship with them. and. It's it's really amazing. I wouldn't rather I would not rather be anywhere else. But uh, Hawkins kind of talked to me about how how Coach Clark and Coach Hall have affected you at your time here at Trine. So, Coach Hall, I remember. I think the first time I officially met him was my sophomore year, because uh, I was practicing up at Angola over the summer, and he he brought like a bunch of Trent guys with him. That was the first time we talked and kind of like clicked a little bit and then he came to Fremont to show like some technique as well and I also like weirdly remember seeing him before my conference finals match my junior year um <laughs> which I lost so <laughs> but I I really enjoy having him as a head coach because I think he's a really like down-to-earth guy and he'll like He'll say it straight to you, and he'll also, like, be super positive about everything. Because I remember our motto last year was uh, positive infinity, which I think he displayed really well. And then with Coach Clark, you know, he's guy's just a machine. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, well, like watching him in the weight room is, is just crazy because, like, it gives you something to shoot for, too, you know, because he's just, like, like just – this physical like, like, specimen. Like, you know, Dude's like a workhorse. Chisel. <laughs> I, I don't think I've gone an episode without saying he's physically and clinically insane, so I'm going to say <laughs> it right there. Um, but, but no, I, I totally agree. I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, and I've talked about this a little bit. Um, I don't know how, you know, some of your guys' high school coaches were, but for me, I think it's a really, it's unique to have a, such young coaches, um, you know, with Coach Hall being 32 and Coach Clark being 27. No, Coach Clark's not 27. I think he's 22 or something. But uh, and Coach <laughs> Coach Hall is not 32. But I had to say that, throw that in there because it's a running <laughs> joke. Um, but it, it is a really cool, unique perspective to have. Uh, um, you know, Coach Hall comes in there and, and beats the crap out of me sometimes, and, and Coach 
Clark. I mean, Coach Hall has literally pushed me from one end of the wrestling room to the other in hand fighting, and it's pretty demoralizing. Um, but it's, you know, there's nobody else I'd rather have in, in my corner than Coach Hall and Coach Clark. Um, so, you know, I kind of want to talk about some mentality things. Um, I think, you know, when I first started competing, something I really overlooked was, you know, the mental game of it. You know, you can, if you, if you doubt yourself and you think negative, it can really affect your headspace. But if you keep a, a strong, positive mentality throughout a long, grueling season, that can really help. So, um, you know, it could be your mentality before your match or, or before a practice or, or during a match. Talk to me a little bit about your mentality and how you approach the sport. And Jet, we'll start with you. Um, so before a match, my mentality is just to have a mind open and not really think about anything. Like I like to throw on some music and just kind of vibe. If it's like a huge match, but if it's like a duel or something, like I'll get myself like pumped up. And um, just when, just with the mentality with wrestling, it's like you have to have a open mind I would say because you're going to get critiqued a lot you're going to have different coaches showing you different kind of moves and things like that and um that's about it I don't know okay no I think you touched on on a lot of great points Joey I want to talk to you about your mentality and how you approach every match so talk to me a little bit about that uh the mental part is definitely something I'm still trying to figure out and I don't think it's something that you ever 100% will figure out like, it's something you're always working at. Um, confidence is huge. Like, if, like, Conor McGregor style, like, if you <laughs> believe you're going to win, you're probably going to win. Like, yeah. it's, it's all in your head. But um, I think a, a misconception about the sport is a lot of people think it's, like, it's, like, button heads. Like, you guys got to be angry going yeah. out there when, like, what I've learned in college is in reality, it's just about, like, just flowing. Like, you don't, you could, like, put a blindfold on and just, like, feel. Yeah. Like just kind of be relaxed, like, it's muscle memory, going, like, just, like, water, you know? No, and, and it's actually kind of funny you said that, because, well, I have two things to touch on, but one thing is, and I love my dad to death, but in high school, sometimes he'd be like, why don't you just get angry? Like, why don't mm -hmm. you just flip that switch? <laughs> like, because that's what he would say for football for me. You know, I played football, and, and it worked in football, but I, I don't think, I mean, some people can wrestle angry. And wrestle aggressive, but um, it's just not how I can do it. And kind of the thing about the muscle memory, I think it's cool you touched on that because when we were working the tables at IPO, uh, there was the blind wrestler, and you know, he, obviously he has physical impairments, can't see. People would think that that's his disadvantage, and he couldn't compete. But he was at there at a great tournament and, and wrestling great kids and winning. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it it speaks a lot about the sport about how it's not just this like you said you know this head head on head like you're just aggressive guys pushing at each other but it's it's kind of a chess match and it's, it's a lot about strategy uh so i think that was really cool that you touched on that but yeah, definitely i think uh sorry sorry no, you're, no, you're good but like just to add on to that like something really cool is like we used to uh in high school we used to like play wrestle or it was like we were just kind of like flowing and like our coach would make sure we like closed our eyes like cause he would even like literally take our shirts off and like blindfold us with our own really? shirts and make us wrestle. <laughs> I've never so that heard just about so that, that like we could just like see that wrestling is just all like some muscle memory. Like you're just feeling it flowing. Oh, that's that's really cool. I've never heard about that, but that's that's a that's a very interesting. <laughs> when we were in high school, we uh, our coach would shut the doors and turn off the lights, and we'd wrestle <laughs> like that, just pitch black, and that was definitely weird, but. I think it helped a lot. No, for sure. Um, Hawkins, I'm, I'm really interested to ask you this question because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You're the only person I know on earth who, you know, it's it's 141. I'm like, Hawkins is up next. Where's he at? He's literally sitting on the bench, <laughs> like just sitting down <laughs> chilling. <laughs> sometimes he has his headgear on. Sometimes he doesn't. So. Before matches, Hawkins will come up to me, and I'm like warming up. He'll be like, dude, just sit down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so talk to me a little bit about your mentality and how you approach a match. Okay, I'll 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 start the origin of that whole little sequence I do. And so my <laughs> up to my senior year, I was a pacer. Okay. Like I was like getting into it. I was like pacing, listening to like hardcore music. And sometimes like honestly, maybe even most times, I'd come out like super hard. And I I always had like good lungs, but then like sometimes in the third period after like a gritty match, I'd start to die a little bit. 
And I remember my head coach at high school would talk to me, and he'd be like, "Sit down and relax for a little bit, all right? Like, like you don't, you don't. There's no need for you to pace like the whole like starting at six or like let's say like a, you know how they do the the the, coin the draws yeah. or whatever for in high school. So let's say like they start at fifty two. If I'm pacing from one fifty two all the way to one thirty eight or like whatever weight class I'm at, like that's a lot of time on my on my legs. Yeah, and like the lactic acid buildup, and so. I kind of took that into full effect, and it helped out. And then in college, I just started doing it even more. Like, so my kind of, like, mentality is, like, I just don't really think. I just kind of do. Like, I don't, I don't, I just, I just let my body take over. And the whole, like, sitting down part, I, I like, I sit down, and I always sip water. Yeah. Right? And I have a little, <laughs> like, routine that I like to follow. Um, so like I'm in the hole, let's say like I'm either in the hole or like a match to get into the hole. I'll go over to that, to the side of the mat and I'll just sit down. Like say like a tournament or if it's a <laughs> duel me, I'll just sit down. And then when I'm in the hole, I, uh, take my shorts off and I put my straps up and I keep like my sweatshirt and my shirt on and I sit back down. I keep sipping. And then when I'm on deck, I put my headgear on. All right. That's kind of like me, like zeroing in, like focusing, like, all right, like, go time cool calm collected like let's let's go and then it used to be like 30 seconds before my match i'd stand up and like stretch a little bit but like now <laughs> I, now i like i started coming out like too relaxed yeah. so like now i i usually do it like near the end of the second period or third period okay like sec near the end of second or start a third just so i have like some minutes to like let them warm up a little bit like my legs and then I just take take off like my sweatshirt and shirt. I like to like pull my, all my straps on the front. I don't know why. I just feel like it's like a swagger about it. Okay. <laughs> no, I got you. And and I can attest. You know, it it might be weird or unique, but uh, Hawkins comes out and I don't think he's very very stiff. He seems pretty relaxed and funky. Um, but uh, I kind of want to go into some rapid fire stuff um, to end everything off. But uh. You know, just some fun questions. Uh, we'll start with Jet. Jet, what's your favorite food after weigh-ins? Food or drink, I guess. Um, Drink, probably a Powerade water, and food, PB&J. Okay, okay. I guess you're not going to say gluten-free turkey wrap. No. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> uh, Joey, what's your favorite food after weigh-in? Uh, favorite food after weigh-in? Um, I mean, I'd like to say zebra cakes, but like... <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> If you know, you know. But uh, probably, like, the best thing to eat would probably, like, a peanut butter sandwich. Okay. And then to drink, like, you know those, like, white zero-sugar monsters? Yeah. Those get me fired up. Love me one of those. Okay. Okay, Hawkins, what's your favorite food or drink? So, favorite food, I'm going to hop off. Like, PB&J, obviously, I love that. But, like, there, I have a tradition. After I weigh in, I always eat a Snickers, man. Snickers. Always, <laughs> always. Snickers every single time. Yes. <laughs> Coach Clark, cover your ears, but. So, so, so <laughs> why a Snickers bar? Um, Not you and you're hungry, man. <laughs> <laughs> my, my old head coach said it'll, like, get you, like, it'll wake you up a little bit more. Like, after, like, hard cut, like, the sugars and, like, everything in it, which, you know, screw it. It works. All right, man. If it works, it works. Um, we talked about it a little bit uh, with the mentality stuff, but Jet, you a music or no music guy, and, and who you listening to before a match? Um, I'm definitely a music guy. I usually put on my headphones, like if we're going somewhere, like right when we get on the bus, and kind of lay down and chill and just listen to some like vibe stuff. And then um, if it's like a duel or anything besides a tournament, I'll throw on some like Eminem or something like that just to get me like pumped up but if it's like a big match I'm, I'm, if i'm in the finals somewhere i like to throw on some vibe like juice world or a boogie or something like that just okay. to get i don't know just makes me like feel looser and ready to go no i got you joey are you a music or no music guy and uh who's your who's your go-to i'm gonna go no music it, i feel like the uh like when i'm listening to like rap and stuff it's kind of like the beats kind of like stress me out. Like I was kind of like pick up fast pace while the whole time I'm just trying to relax. Like my, I'm always trying to like, I'll usually sit down and try to talk to someone. Like usually I'm just talking with Hawkins the entire time before I 
like while I warm up. Just because like when you're talking to someone, you're not thinking. Yeah. Like you're just hanging out. That's why it kind of like relaxes me to talk before matches. So. Okay, for sure. Hawkins, are you a music guy or no music guy? And, and who are you putting on? Music on the bus, no music at the tournament. So on the bus, um, I'm a big, like, I listen to, like, indie alternative. All right? And there's a reason behind that. It's, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's like calm, dude. It's like relaxed. It's like a, it's just a immaculate vibe okay. that I like to have. And then, I mean, if I do Some listen to music. flats, maybe. Like, it's more like, more like Tame Impala. Like Ed, Ed Sheeran stuff. No. <laughs> no, Ed Sheeran. Just because I look like Ed Sheeran does not mean I listen to Ed Sheeran. But if it's in a tournament and I want to get real hyped up, there's one song. It's I was I was made for loving you by Kiss. That just gets me freaking riled up. Okay, very interesting. Um, how do you guys stra- strategize for your matches? You know, uh, we kind of talked about your mentality before, but. Uh, you know, before you go out there, what are you thinking about? And, and talk talk me through your mental process. Joey, we'll start with you. Um, I mean, I have, like, one or two, like, shots that I'm always, like, like I'm only going to shoot, like, two shots realistically. So, like, I'm always looking for those. But I'm going to go out in a match and, like, kind of feel them out. But my big thing is always, like, if I come out and I'm waiting to see how he wrestles, then I'm going to be on my heels. I'm going to be on defense all the time. So, my big thing for going into a match is really just like, like attack first, like hit first, hit hard, that type of thing. Okay, Jet, talk to me a little bit about uh, how you strategize for a match. Um, I really don't strategize. I don't think I just what I'm thinking in my head before a match is, like I put in more hours than this guy. I've done more reps. I've worked harder than him. Just get my confidence up, and then when I step out there, I literally don't think about anything. Like. I just think about what I'm going to do, what he's going to do, and just wrestle from there. Okay, for sure. Hawkins, how do you uh, strategize for a match? I don't really like thinking about what he does. Like I say, we've wrestled before if we've never wrestled. Um, I don't really like to think about what he's going to do. My my constant thought is, like, good position, constant look to score points, and don't be afraid to let it fly. Okay, okay. Um, I kind of want to ask you guys – uh, the last, you know, kind of rapid fire question is, what, what's your favorite move? I guess I mean you could, you could dabble into freestyle or Greco, but um, uh, we'll go folk style for this one. But uh, Hawkins, what's your what's your favorite move? <laughs> okay, so I got this like pretty nasty overtie shrug that I like to hit right into a. There's different names for it, but I like to call it the, a Merkel position, and I like rolling through with it. I've gotten pretty good at that. But if that's not their um, good old fashioned knee pull single, okay, okay, uh, Joey, what's your uh, what's your go to move? Not even go to. What's your favorite move? It's been pretty unsuccessful this season, but I'm gonna go with the cement mixer. <laughs> the cement mixer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dirty. It's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just like to say, I hit it in on Hawkins two days ago. You've hit it on me one time, uh, but I did hit it on him. <laughs> Jet, what's your go-to or favorite move? Um, honestly, either like an ankle pick or a low single. I just kind of like the lower shots. I feel more confident in them and finishing them. And that's about it. Okay, okay. So uh, I kind of want to ask a couple more questions, and then we'll wrap it up for today. But uh, is there anything else that uh, you guys want to tell us about trying or trying wrestling? Uh, well, Hawkins, we'll start with you. Trying wrestling, it's, it's a family. Right, <clears throat> and like we're all like boys, you know, we're all cool with each other. Like we'll hang out with each other, we'll text each other. Like we play Fortnite and stuff like that. We each all the time. It's not just like a like a put in your hours, clock in, clock out type yeah. deal. Like you know, it's a it's an all day thing. We're always there for each other. And then Trine University is it has such a unique atmosphere to it. You know, it's not like your typical like college. I would say. Like when you when you think about college, you probably think about like big parties, um, go to class, you know, like a butt ton of homework. Yeah. You know, like no fun, no time to do anything. And I feel like there's like there's ways for you to find time and try and even offer you a bunch of stuff to do on campus, yeah. you know. Like they have a bunch of events just to get the students like connect in the community, which I really enjoy about them. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, we got f- free movie night. Uh, obviously, COVID's kind of halting some of that stuff, but yeah. they do. Trine does a great job of getting everybody involved. Uh, Joey, is there anything else you want to tell us about Trine or Trine Wrestling? I would say our wrestling program is so unique because our coaches are so care so much for us. Like, they genuinely do love each and every one of us, and they love, like, the work we are able to do for them. Um, I want to say that they're, like, dads to us, but they're so young that it's almost like, yeah. like an older brother or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just super grateful for everything Coach Hall and Coach Clark do for the program. Absolutely. Jet, uh, anything else you want to say about trying and trying wrestling? Um, I think trying wrestling, the cool thing about it is, like, everyone's so close. Like, if we're practicing and it's – been a hard day and everyone's just bunt heads just going at it and then after like everyone's just so chill and no one takes like feelings to heart and it's i don't know a really cool environment and then i mean trying it's like my home yeah. i don't know i just think it's a cool place to be and it should be cool for everyone oh absolutely i think you guys touched on a lot of great points But uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Jet, Joey, and Isaac, I can't thank you guys enough for hopping on the podcast and telling the Trine Wrestling community about yourselves. Uh, But that's going to conclude the fourth installment of the Building a Trinesty podcast, and I want to thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you, and go Thunder. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.